Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Nathan Fox, that's Ben Olson. We're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. We've got an email here from Anna. Hey, Ben and Nathan. Um, and we have a bunch of paragraphs here crossed out. Thanks, Eric. Eric's summary is, Anna scored 160 on a diagnostic in January. Her latest practice test was a 168. She's improved her LR and reading comp scores, but hasn't made much progress on the games. Okay, now this is where Anna's uh, email begins or continues, I guess. It's hard to know what my potential is when I'm making such poor progress on logic games. Obviously, if I could achieve my high scores for each section on an official test, I'd be a very high score. Okay. That's like However, that super scoring thing, which is a total waste of time. Like figuring out, well, yeah. if I had scored my best on every one of the sections, I would have scored a 178. Yep. I don't care. Um, anyway, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> However, I can't find consistency on logic games. Is less more? Is more more? Um, okay. Should I devote my attention to consistently perfecting logical reasoning and reading comp instead? Help. I don't want to sign up for an official test until I have some mid 170s practice tests under my belt, but I don't know what I can do differently to get there. Thanks guys. I appreciate your no bullshit approach to law school admissions in the LSAT and I love the demon. Thanks. Exclamation point. Um, thank you, Anna, for, yeah, prepping with us. I think you just got to keep going and don't give up on logic games. That is a section you can perfect. You need to go at it more. Yeah. If you're shooting for mid one seventies, you basically need perfect on the games. So you've just got to buckle down and do the games. I skimmed a little bit of the crossed out part of the email and it says that she's been studying 90% of her time focusing on the games, which is great. But oh, how many games have you actually done, Anna? There are 400 of them available for practice in the demon, roughly 400 available for practice in the demon. And we frequently hear from students who, OK, yeah, I've been studying games. I mean, that's basically mostly what I do. I've been studying games 90 percent of the time, but they've only really done like 100 games or 200 games, you know, which is a lot, actually. Right. To get to to cover half of the games, to cover 200 games. That means that you've done 50 timed sections or 50 sections worth of games. Yeah. 50 sections worth of games. That takes a while to do that many games. Yeah. Right. Like you do a section a week for a year and that gets you to 50 games or 50 yeah. sections of games. So yeah. I, Anna, how much of that corpus of work have you actually done? Because Sometimes people don't unlock it until they've done all the games. Sometimes people don't unlock it until they've done all the games multiple times. How bad do you really want this 170 something? If you really want this 170 something, the route to that is going to go through perfect games. Yeah, it's just so hard to get into the 170s without it. Yeah. So there's there's two things that we're well, we're talking about three things. Our first advice was, OK, focus more on games. It turns out. Anna is focusing almost entirely on games, which is a great start. Your next point is, okay, but even if you're focusing entirely on games, how much work have you actually done? My next question is, okay, well, even if you've done 200 games or 300 games, how are you doing those games? Are you right. doing a game and then just watching the video and being like, yeah, that makes sense. Next game. Or are you saying, wait a sec. Okay. I got a clue here of what direction I could go to solve this game. Let me try to do this game again right now without any more help from the video 
And can I figure it out on my own now? And you'd be surprised how much of the time you run into problems then too. And that's where the learning takes place. Cause then you're going back and you're saying, what did I miss? What did, what did they do differently? Or why did they make worlds there? Why didn't they wait, make worlds on this variable? And that's where the learning takes place. Do the same game multiple times, try the same game multiple ways. Yeah. I pretty much always these days when I'm teaching games in class, I'm, I'm telling people, Hey, here's one way to approach it, but here's another way. Here's another way to approach it. Here's yep. a video where we made one world. Here's a video where we made four worlds. Here's a yep. video where we made worlds based on the third rule. Here's a, yep. a here's a game where we or a, a solution where we made uh, we were made worlds based on the first rule or ba made worlds based on this variable who was mentioned in multiple rules. There's just there's so many different ways of unlocking these puzzles. Yeah, absolutely. Just yesterday in class, we did a game and I looked over at the explanations to see the titles because the titles now say what the worlds are based We're on. We're working right? toward that. Yes, there's an ongoing project to make sure that that's the case, but it's slowly going to percolate through the whole demon. Yeah. So thankfully for this game that had happened and I saw that three of the videos said one world setup or one world game or whatever, you know, and I was like, oh, interesting. And then we had one written diagram which said worlds based on D and I. So I said, okay, I don't know how that turned out, but I'm going to do worlds based on P because it doesn't look like we've done that before. And when we were done with that, people start, I said, Hey, what did you guys do? And it, and they started talking about the worlds based on D and I, and I looked and I was like, yeah, you know, that's cleaner. It makes more sense. It's better than what I did, but this worked, right? Like everybody, we just did this game and it made sense and it wasn't bad. It's just a different way of doing it. And I think seeing the contrasting ways just gives people more ideas about how flexible and fluid worlds can be. Keep practicing, anyway. Anna. Don't yeah. give up. It is really rare to get into the 170s without being perfect on the games. You're not going to just go perfect your LR, your LR and your reading comp. I mean, doing that is, well, that's great if you can. But if you still are going to be missing more than a full game worth of questions on on the logic games, the odds of you making it into the 170s are slim. Yep. So you've you've got to get to the point where you're going to be perfect on the games and it you'll feel the click eventually. I mean, it it, it should click. People overcome this obstacle. It's not yeah. impossible. You can do this. Yeah. Great. Email daily at lsatdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening.